Hey listeners, I've got some bad news and some good news. The bad news is we've been so busy working on Rainbow Roll Fest that Chapter 11 isn't ready for y'all yet. The good news is we have a backup episode for you. What you're about to hear is a bonus episode that was originally released for our Kofi subscribers. Chronologically, it probably takes place sometime around Henshin or Heroic Accord. The game played in this bonus adventure is Beneath the Wishing Tree, written by our very own Ziva. You can find a link in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll join us at Rainbow Roll Fest on June 18th and 19th. There is a library that exists at the Nexus where all other universes collide. Inevitably, things wind up there by mistake. Books, artifacts, people. This is the place where things from all universes end up when they get lost. This is the Eternity Archives. everyone and welcome to this super special secret episode of the eternity archives my name is dorka my pronouns are she her and i've gone a little rogue with this one i am recording this by myself i have not told my co-hosts about this but i am going to be playing a solo rpg today if you've never played a solo rpg this is essentially like any other tabletop game except it's meant to be played by yourself Many of these are meant to be contemplative, meditative, journaling experiences, and that is certainly the case for the one I'm playing today. There are several different ways that you can resolve problems and choose paths in games like these. In our game design episode, we talked about the Carta system, which uses a deck of playing cards to give you prompts and guide you along your journey. There are some that use dice that you roll on tables and see what happens next. There are some that use Jenga towers. The one I'm using today uses tarot cards, and this game is called Beneath the Wishing Tree, and it was written and created by our dear friend Ziva. The premise of this game is you are searching for a unicorn and asking it to grant a wish for you. I'm going to read through the game and follow the prompts right here, unscripted. And this is going to be a solo, peaceful experience. I've got a candle lit. It's nice and cool in here. And I am going to be playing this game appropriately using my favorite tarot deck, the Last Unicorn Tarot. It is a tarot deck based on the film and book by Peter Beagle, The Last Unicorn. You probably remember it from your childhood, and if you don't, maybe you should go and look it up. But it's a beautiful deck. It's one of my favorite decks. Since I have such a connection with the movie, it just makes it very easy for me to read. But I'm not here to talk about tarot today. I'm here to play Beneath the Wishing Tree. So without further ado, let's get started. Now this next part I'm going to read is the text from the booklet, and in fact most of what I'm going to read here today is from that booklet. So here we go. Beyond the village, there lies an enchanted forest. All your years, you have heard tell of the forest and all the treasures and dangers it holds within. All of these tales agree on a single thing. The forest is a wondrous place. Somewhere within the forest, deep in its most enchanted groves, lies its heart. The Wishing Tree. 
The people in your village tell of those who have ventured into the forest to find the wishing tree, seeking to have their heart's desire granted by the unicorns who guard the forest, singing of its wonders. Sometimes the wish seekers emerge days, weeks later, with a bag full of gold coins or an impossible remedy for a longed-for child. Sometimes the wish seekers are never heard from again, their names passing into whispered legend. You harbor your own secret wish. Although you have tried to ignore it, to remind yourself that it is foolhardy to make such a journey, you can no longer resist. You must have your wish granted, and so you must venture deep into the forest. Find the wishing tree, and await a unicorn beneath it. So I am going to be playing as Zen today, my normal archivist, the barbarian lizard princess, and I'm going to take her on a journey into this enchanted forest and search for a unicorn. Now, there's a lot of downtime in the library, and between Zen's studies and research and investigations, she still just kind of wanders the halls of the library, opening doors, looking for things, discovering things that are new. One day she opens a door, steps through it, begins to walk, not really thinking too much, her mind wandering. When she looks up, though, and looks around, she realizes she hasn't gone through the book drop, but she isn't sure this is the library anymore either. She's in a forest, a beautiful forest, a beautiful grove of trees with blossoms and birds chirping and insect sounds. The lushest, richest forest she's ever seen. And she feels her journal twitch and rumble at her side, and she opens it up, and in her handwriting she reads, Seek answers from the unicorn. She isn't sure what that means, not exactly, but she knows what a unicorn is, and she knows that they have power. And so this feels right. So she steps forward on her way. So the first step of this game is to go through my deck, which I've already done, pull out all the major arcana, put them into a separate deck, and shuffle. Now I'm going to draw one card from the major arcana. Put this on the top of your playing field, face down. This represents the unicorn you will meet with. And now that my unicorn has been determined, I won't find out who it is until the very end. Zen is going to undertake her journey. So for the first step of the journey, I draw a card from the deck of minor arcana and place it on the left-hand side of my playing field. This card represents the first step in my journey, and its suit corresponds to my first trial. I've drawn the Seven of Cups. Now, on the following pages, I'm going to look up the suit of cups and follow the instructions there. Cups is the trial of charity. Walking along the road, Zen comes across a woman, huddled under a ragged cloak. She holds out her shaking hand as Zen passes by. She looks up at Zen with a lined face, seeking any hint of kindness in her eyes. Help an old beggar, she asks in a hoarse voice. Draw a card. I've drawn the Page of Cups. If the card is a pentacle or a cup, Zen digs deep into her pocket and finds a copper. Does Zen give it to her? Now Zen would give the copper to this beggar. She tosses it to the woman, the coin landing in her hands. The beggar smiles, and for a second Zen swears she sees a glint of something ancient and wild behind her eyes. Bless you, wish seeker she says, grasping Zen's hand warmly. May you find safe passage in the forest. My next instruction is to draw a card and reflect on it. And from that reflection, I should determine what blessing she has bestowed upon Zen. I've drawn the Queen of Cups. In this deck, this card is represented by a woman sitting next to a blazing fire, 
over which a cauldron, probably of soup or something, simmers. The woman has her eyes closed and looks totally at peace. Her hands are folded in her lap, and there's also a big, fluffy cat in her lap. This is a very peaceful card, a card of satisfaction, fulfillment. She looks completely confident, at peace, and in her element. I'm going to say that the blessing this old woman has bestowed on Zen is a blessing of peace of mind. Zen finds herself feeling more confident about continuing on this journey. Now, it's on to the second leg of our journey. Once again, I'm going to draw a card, and the suit of the card will give me instructions on where to go. I've drawn the Three of Coins, Trial of the Wolf. The darkness of the forest seems to press in around Zen as she carefully follows the path. Wind begins to whistle through the dense trees, and she draws her cloak tighter around herself, shivering. On that same wind, she hears a faint howl, and then another, and another, until she is surrounded by the howls and bays of a pack of wolves somewhere within the forest. Draw a card. I've drawn the Nine of Cups. If the card is a cup or a sword, Zen finds herself rooted in place by fear. She is chilled to the bone by the howls, and hopes that the pack isn't as close as it sounds. Draw a card and reflect on it, to determine how Zen reacts to this fear. I've drawn the King of Cups. In this, a young man, a prince, sits on a towering throne much too big for him. The throne is in the middle of the ocean, it seems, water all around it, waves crashing up the sides. This card has a starry background. The scene is happening at night. And yet, despite the waves crashing, the water surrounding this towering throne, the prince looks at peace, much like the woman we had seen in the Queen of Cups in our last trial. His eyes are closed. One hand rests lightly on either armrest of the throne, and he's smiling. Zen looks back, thinks back to the blessing she received from the old woman. She reacts to this fear with this confidence, this peace of mind that she had been given then, and that the King of Cups is suggesting now. She moves forward, steadfast, resolved, nervous, even afraid, but unwavering. And now we're moving to the third phase of our journey the beginning of the end. Once more, I'm going to draw a card, and this card will determine my instructions. I've drawn the Three of Cups. This is the trial of the spirits. Zen finds herself so deep within the forest that the dense canopy nearly blocks out the sky. As she gingerly picks her way down the dark and mossy path, she sees flickering lights like stars at the edges of her vision. She turns and catches sight of some unknown creature, bobbing and weaving between the trees, seeming to beckon with their glowing light for Zen to follow them off the path and deeper into the forest. Does she follow? Zen is not going to follow. Zen has her goal, her direction, and she doesn't want to let herself be distracted, and she doesn't know where she is or what this creature is. So she's going to be cautious, still reflecting on the wolves that had surrounded her before. So if no, Zen watches the creature for some time, drawn in by its beauty. Eventually, it heads off in another direction, and Zen continues on her way. So in this one, I was not required to draw any more cards. Now, Zen has reached her journey's end, and finally arrived at the Wishing Tree. It stands alone in a clearing in the midst of the forest, 
and beneath it waits a being so majestic that Zen's breath catches in her throat. A unicorn. Zen approaches them, bowing deeply, and begins to plead her case, pouring her heart out to the unicorn as they listen carefully and weigh whether to grant her wish. She wishes for guidance. She needs help. She doesn't know what to do to right the wrongs of her family, of her people, or even how to get out of the library and attempt to do that at all. Now my instructions are to turn over the card that represents Zen's unicorn. I've drawn the High Priestess. Now I'm going to find that card in the booklet, because each unicorn has special rules for how to tally my actions and the cards I pulled during my journey. The High Priestess. This is Clearpool, Singer of Wisdom. Clearpool is the wisest of the unicorns, and often sought out by unicorns and wish-seekers alike for their clarity of perspective. They are fair and kind, and even the wish-seekers whose wishes they do not grant leave the forest having gained heartfelt advice. Now, add a point for every cup. This is good, I feel like I drew a lot of cups throughout that adventure. I've drawn five cups. Add a point if I helped a beggar. Zen did help a beggar, so that brings me to six points total. Add a point if you picked daffodils or buttercups. Zen did not do this, this must be from one of the paths we didn't take, from drawing a different suit during one of these trials. Add a point if you recovered from your fear. Zen did nearly succumb to fear during that second trial, but in the end, with the guidance from the King of Cups card, she did overcome and move forward, so that brings us to seven points. Add a point if you spared the bear. Again, this does not apply to us, and probably refers to one of the paths we didn't travel on. So this brings us to seven points. For Clearpool, if you have seven points or more, Clearpool closes their eyes carefully, considering Zen's words. You have thought long and hard about this wish, I see. Yes, wish seeker, I will grant it. A shower of sparkling dew erupts from their horn, falling gently on Zen's skin. Zen sits there with the unicorn for a while, talking, discussing her problem, trying to find a solution. I'm not going to tell you exactly what was said during this encounter, but Zen comes away with it with a renewed sense of purpose. Zen comes away with it with a plan. And maybe in a future chapter, we'll get into this a little more. And that's the end of the game. As you can see, there is a lot of room for replayability here. You see, when we were tallying up our points at the end, there were references to things that we never saw, never had the chance to do. If I had drawn different cards at any stage during this trial, it would have been a completely different game. Anyway, it is a beautiful game, a contemplative game, and I played through it pretty quickly here, but this is definitely a game that you can find yourself sitting and playing through over and over again. And I really love it. I love the unicorns. I love the aesthetic. And of course, I love the author of the game, our dear friend Ziva. So look in the notes for this episode. You're going to see a link to find this game and play it on your own. And I'm also going to provide a picture of the cards that I drew today, the spread I pulled, and the journey that Zen went on. So I hope you enjoyed this. I had a little bit of fun recording this tonight. As always, thanks for listening. Bye. The Eternity Archives is hosted, produced, and edited by Dorka, Bappy, and Siva. Find us on Twitter at, at @thearchivespod or online at theeternityarchives.com. Our intro music is Paint the Sky by Hans Adam. 
and sound effects are obtained from zapsplat.com. Check out our show notes for more information and some helpful resources. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe to the Eternity Archives on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you prefer to listen. Consider supporting us by telling your friends about us, or leave us a tip at our Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash the Eternity Archives. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Be gay! Roll dice! An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.